Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Yvonne. And welcome to Good to the Last Bite. We're just two homemakers and best friends answering the daily question, what's for dinner? Wow, what a unique question. Yes, so uncommon. Nobody asked that question. (laughs) Nobody. Join us as we talk about life and the journey to step out of the box. And enjoying it to the last bite. Hello and welcome back to Good to the Last Bite. Oh, we are so excited to be recording again and in our next season. Back in the kitchen. Jen, you are like literally actually back in your kitchen. How does it feel? It's amazing. This is the first time on the show that I'm cooking in our new renovated kitchen and it feels wonderful. There's more space. So like the microphone and computer aren't like encroaching on my cooking process so oh yeah it's an encroachment for sure over here so (laughs) that's awesome for you (laughs) nice a nice change anyway a new scenery basically as we uh are preparing dinner yeah i'm like totally gonna take a picture of how it's like encroaching on my cooking area just you know to prove to people that it does happen like this is how oh yeah (laughs) I used to have to like make a, a plan of where the line was of what could, where, how far my food could go so my computer wouldn't get um, messed up from. Oh, that. yeah. Totally. Like, Same food. here. But not anymore. Well, that's we've, awesome. We've I love that for you. Yeah, I love it too. Yeah. So uh, I guess the question of the day, Jen, is what's for dinner? Okay. Well, we're going to take it to Asia. And yeah. tonight I am making a green Thai curry. Oh, I yeah. never used to like green curry back in the days of when I first started eating Thai food, but mm-hmm. my husband really likes it and it has definitely, definitely grown on me. And now I absolutely love it. I, it doesn't matter. Any Thai curry is delicious curry, but that's the one I will be making today. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. So quickly, I'll just go through the ingredients of what I have and then like, like we normally do, just talk about yeah. the process. So I have one eggplant, medium-sized eggplant. I'm not using Asian eggplant, or is it Chinese egg, eggplant? You know the difference, the, the long tube. Yeah, yeah. That's so not the one the I'm using. Most often, that's the one that they would use, but I'm using, like, the nice fatty one. And then I have two chicken breasts that I've diced up really thinly. We'll talk about that a little bit later. I'm adding to my, besides the eggplant, I'm adding snow peas, and mm. some onion, then also into like the sauce of it all. We've got ginger, garlic, Thai chilies, as you know, we like a spicy curry over here. Right. We have coconut milk, and then we have green curry paste. And that is basically it. Oh, and lemongrass. That is the other one that we have stirring oh. grass that I use. So uh, it's, still, it's not just using the curry paste that you can get at the market or the grocery store, although that is an amazing cheat if you would right yeah but you can do it just with I, like that. To, I like to start with the curry paste and then kind of uh enhance it with those other flavors i already mentioned the ginger and the lemongrass and the that sounds and fantastic garlic. so right now just before we get into everything else i've diced up the eggplant into cubes okay. and now i'm just cooking it off with a little bit of oil uh just because personally i find it works better if you cook it ahead of time like cook it once and then add it into the curry afterward instead of cooking it in that. Because I don't think, I think that's what you're supposed to do. This is just the way I do it. (laughs) I mean, it's your kitchen. You do you. But I do have a question. Did you, um, did you like pre-salt the eggplant and let that draw some of the moisture out before you started cooking? 
Yes, I did. All I find is that I, I don't always do it because I'm cubing it. So it's so small anyway. Right. It doesn't necessarily make a, it's not like a, when you want the nice big chunks, you just want that little flavor of it. But I did do that today. Also, you, you'll notice when you're cooking it this way, like on a pan, it'll start off not really doing anything. The oil kind of sinks into it, right? It mm. like absorbs all the oil. It does, and yeah. And you, you know it's cooked when all the oil starts to come out of it. So it starts to sweat out the oil and then the pan has the oil on it. And yeah, eggplant is such a sponge, man. Eggplant, zucchini, they're mm-hmm. both kind of the same in that way. Oh, yeah. But, uh, so do you want to hear a fun fact that I just read about? Oh, about eggplant? No, actually about curry. Oh, oh, okay, go ahead. Because I was curious. So this is kind of going back to our past history, but uh, Jen and I used to eat yellow curry, like, all the time. And yellow yeah, curry yellow was curry the was GM. Thing. Yeah, and in I Korea, still... Going to the Thai restaurant and getting yellow curry. Mm. Yeah, I still love it. It's so delicious. Yeah, but, me too. So I was curious because I was like, I wonder what the difference is between like green and yellow and red curry. And it turns out the main difference, according to this random website I found on Google, is <laughs> the chilies, the color of yeah. the chilies. Oh, that makes sense that it would use a green chili to make it green. Yeah. And then a red for red and yellow for yellow. Yeah, that's it. Man, that's so interesting. I am adding Thai, yeah, bright red Thai yes. chilies to this, but I'm going to be doing a green curry paste. So right now I'm just dicing up all of those aromatic uh, herbs I mentioned earlier, the ginger and the chilies and the garlic. Because once the gar- uh, the the eggplant is done, I'm going to need those right away. So Right. got to throw them in and get them translucent, right? <laughs> yeah, I love any kind of curry. We've, uh, I don't know if we've talked about curry on the podcast yet, but I, I don't think we have, honestly. I love Thai curry. I love Japanese curry. Mm. I love West Indian curry. Have you ever had West Indian curry? I don't, I mean, I've had Indian curry, but I don't think that's the same thing. So no, it's not. West Indian curry is from like South America. Okay. West Indies. Yeah, no, I right. haven't. Um, or is that more like Indonesian area? Uh, West? I don't, Never I don't eat really salmon. know. No. <laughs> I, I, know, I don't really know where it is, to be honest, now that I say it. But we have a friend whose who's family, they own a catering company here in Toronto, and they, yeah. they cater to West Indian events or West Indian food. And it, mm. the curry is delicious. They use the ghost pepper. A ghost pepper sauce to go with it. It's very, Ooh. yeah, it's very, very good. And it all has a reminiscent of the same kind of flavor, all of these curries, because the main ingredient to keep them the same is what, Yvonne? Curry. Curry. <laughs> <laughs> right? So they all are very similar, but they all are eaten in a slightly different way. Some are eaten with just rice, some are with roti or naan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today I was in the mood for a green Thai curry. So that is what we are doing. It just yeah. takes me back to some fond memories of Korea when we um, we would go our favorite restaurant. No, there were several. There were several restaurants, yeah. but my personal several favorite. Thai restaurants, but yeah. Yeah. My personal favorite was Lana's. Of and course. Lana's, a classic for all of those of you from, that know us from Korea or listening from uh, Osan Air Force Base. You know yep. Lana's. It's you just know right Lana's. Outside the- at least I hope you know Lana's. I hope it's still there. 
Yeah, I must. I, I hope so. It's been a long time, but if you guys are friends of ours, you know that we have ventured there many a time, and you probably have with us at least oh, once. It's so true, and it always was so much fun. I have so many fond memories of just hanging out there and eating there, and that's the first time I ever had a Thai iced tea as well. The Thai iced tea. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was just thinking that too. Mm, so good. It's very caffeinated, but it is delicious. It I really, is. really like it. I also like that in Thai restaurants, I, I think it's in general, but in Korea where we lived, if you went to a Thai restaurant and you ordered any kind of curry, any kind of dish, uh, Pad Siu was a very popular one because oh, yeah. as well, besides the curry, you always were asked how spicy do you want it between yes. one to five. Yeah. And I feel like one time I ventured into like four territory and like we instantly. I also remember one time it was the two of us and one of our uh, friends or your old roommate also named Jen Jenny mm -hmm. and she ordered a pad C with a one and I ordered it with like a three and they put them <laughs> in the wrong spot oh yeah I, and she like is not a spicy girl at all like she is that hardcore one do not put spicy in <laughs> <laughs> good memories that's just so funny but the older I get, the more spicy I like my Thai curries. That's true. You might be able to eat a five these days. Yeah, I might not enjoy it, but I would eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. How much spice would you enjoy? Oh, good point. Yeah, exactly. It's a good question. That's exactly the question. Okay, my my eggplant is almost finished. I'm just going to let it, I'm going to turn down the heat and let it just continue to now it's sweating, right? So that's the key. Because then it's soft enough that when you add it back in, it's already easy to, to eat. I'm still yeah, just dicing for sure. Away. Well, I was just going to say, I don't actually think very many people cook with eggplant. At least not like that I know. Really? Yeah. I cook with eggplant a lot. I do eggplant in like many different ways. But like regularly, I do it in this curry. And then I also make a... Italian dish, which I guess I'm going to have to do on the po podcast called Eggplant mm -hmm. Rodini. Yes. Which shared with Yvonne before, and it is so good. It's basically like having, oh, I don't know how to describe it, but it is, you use the eggplant as like lasagna pasta noodles, yeah. basically. You roll, it, the, you roll Is it called a manicotti? Is that the noodle it is? The round? Yeah, I guess you could. I was saying like the, uh, like a rollini is when you use lasagna noodles right. and you roll it up. So yeah. you roll Rollini. Yeah. You rollini it with an so, eggplant. <laughs> a manicotti you stuff in a lasagna. You, it would be like and then okay. put, uh, some type of cheese in the that middle of sense. it. And then it just has a different texture than using a manicotti. That's, and then with eggplant, obviously, it's even different. And that's probably, besides this, is my favorite way to cook it. I also use it in Alfredo or have you ever had it on pizza? No. I don't think I have. Yeah. There, there is a popular type of pizza called a, I think it's called a Sicilian pizza. I can't remember the name of it. And now I'm going to, it's going to bother me and my hands are dirty. So I can't look <laughs> up the name. Maybe Yvonne can do it. I got me, you. I'll, I'll see what is, I can do. It is sausage, round, ground sausage, or like little sausage bite rounds and eggplant on a pizza. And it is delicious. So if you search up those ingredients and say Italian pizza, I think it's called a Siciliano pizza. I can't remember. And now if any of my Italian friends are listening, they're going to be like, 
you can remember all the names of the Thai food, but not the place where you live. Yeah, it says, you know, according to this random website on Google, Sicilian style eggplant pizza. Siciliano, that's right. Yep. Siciliano is what they would say. Anyway, yeah, that's how we've had it here a few times. I use turkey sausage instead of pork sausage, but Ooh. it is very good with like some nice chili oil on it because, again, the eggplant absorbs all the nice flavor. Yeah, okay. that sounds delicious. So in line with our Asian inspired meal today. <laughs> oh, yes. So in line, right? We're going to Italy talking yes. about curry. I love it. Too funny. <laughs> That's okay, though. Oh, um, so what do you serve with your green curry? Do you serve it with rice or do you do a flatbread or? I like, I mean, it's Thai. I am a, I'm a sucker for a good cur- Thai curry with rice. I'm mm-hmm. just, I absolutely love it. It just is what I need. I've used basmati rice today, but regularly I might use like a just in a white Asian rice, short rice, like they have in Korea. Yeah. But I like it with Botsmani. And also because a Thai curry is thin, quite thin, right? It's more mm-hmm. soup-like. You, yeah. you want something to absorb that and enjoy with that flavor. So that's why I like it. In contrast okay, just, to oh, like, oh, sorry. Well, like the Thai curry is a little bit more money, but the Japanese curry, at least when I've had it and made it, it's a little thicker, a little more like stew. I, I think I mean more like... Indian curry is very stewy. It's not as runny. And so you can have it with yes. bread and like yeah. nice chunks. Japanese curry, it's stewy in the sense that it has little pieces in it and it yeah. has that thickness of okay, stew okay. or like a gravy. I would say it's like, that's like a gravy. gravy. Yeah, so that's Indian food is a stew. Japanese curry is like <laughs> gravy. And Thai curry is more like a soup. That's just my opinion. This is this is Jen's translations of curries for you around the world. Uh, but take my word for it. You try any one of those things and you'll hear my voice saying which style it is. And you'll now you need to turn it into a meme. <laughs> okay, I'll try that. Just so guys, to let you know, the eggplant is finished now. And what I'm doing is I'm taking the green curry paste. I used a, a brand called Desiam. I don't know. It's just, it's the one I like the best. It's got a little spell, spice into it. It has some lemon gra- grass in it as well. I was almost mm-hmm. about to say lemon grass. Lemon grass. And I'm going to add that right to the pan. There's no extra oil. It's just a little bit of the oil that was in the eggplant. I'm going to add that, the lemongrass, the ginger chilies, and the garlic right to the pan and let them become aromatic. So let mm. them bloom. And then I'm going to add the chicken that I've sliced very thinly, like that Asian style thin. Mm-hmm. I have that ready here on the side. And then once that is aromatic enough. I don't know how to say it. I will add that right to the pan and let the paste get all over the chicken um, once I'm ready, once it's all cooked up. Oh, sounds fabulous. Really? It's a busy process. Oh my goodness. It just hit the pan and the smell just overwhelmed me. Yeah. That's Uh, that's definitely one of the dishes you will smell. (laughs) And like for a while. The paste is so nice. Like using, I usually, again, I use a store-bought paste like mm-hmm. I don't I think you can make a mixture yourself but I add like I said I add I add the chilies and the garlic and extra ginger and lemongrass to it and it just makes such a nice combination of flavors that why why fix something that isn't broken right why use my own chili right. paste like make my own chili paste if I can just use something <laughs> you can just enhance it <laughs> yeah exactly enhancing it for it now I'm a little worried these chilies are gonna make me choke just giving you an FYI, but oh, I yeah. think we're okay because okay. I'm very, very good at doing that to myself. Anyway, so how's your week been? 
Uh, it's been a pretty good week. I did some shopping to get ready for the holidays. And just as like a random side note, I had a plan of like attack, I guess, for my kids for what I wanted to do. And then we sort of diverted from that. And but I already spent some money on them. So I was like, oh, man, I don't want to like I don't want to spend too much money, but I definitely want to like do this for them and then we need we need a little bit of a refresh here with their toys so I went out and I was getting ready to leave I was driving on my way and literally guys I was going to a thrift store so I wasn't going to go spend like big bucks necessarily but I was gonna go Maybe find get some more for your money right yeah get more for my money just on the way I was just like lord you know it's kind of silly, but we already spent this money and I don't want to spend that much more, but I still really feel like I need to do this for my kids. And so I was just like, could you just, you know, help me find something? <laughs> and then it was a Monday afternoon. We had had this idea last week and I just was like out of the blue was just like, I really need to go shopping like right now. Right. <laughs> so yeah. my mom, my mom watched my kids. I went out for four glorious hours and you guys, the very first place that I went to, and I can't say it too loudly because there are little ears around here, but the very first place that I went to, I found like the toy. I was so. I can say what it is. Do you want me to say what it is? Oh yeah. Yeah. You can say what it is. Oh, so she bought a child John Deere tractor. Yep. For her kids, which is perfect because you live on a farm and all of that stuff. And they can farm yeah. while you farm. Yep. So it's a rechargeable one. So oh, that they can. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So it's electric and they can use it outside and drive themselves around. Anyways, I was so excited. And those things are so expensive. They're, oh, yeah. They're a lot of money. And it was a lot more money than I was willing to spend. But then I got to this thrift store and you guys, I got it for $45. And it Amazing. works. I love <laughs> and that. even if it doesn't I work, I think my husband can tinker with it enough oh, to yeah. make it work-ish. And they'll still have fun playing on it. Like, I was so oh, yeah. excited. Even if it doesn't run, they can make it run. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's for good. sure. They'll, they'll have fun with it no matter what. But it was just kind of a little reminder that, you know, sometimes you think things are silly, but you ask God for them anyways, and he answers. Yeah. So, oh, you know, know, that was that was like my big thing this week, I you think. Can, you're, you're preaching to the choir here. You yeah. know that my life has <laughs> been kind of this kind of way for the last little while. <laughs> yep. I just, I'm going to show Yvonne what my, my, it looks like. Right now I've added the chicken to that curry paste and all of the seasoning. And it's a lot, so the chicken now looks like it's got a marinade over it because, mm. but it's because it when you put it on the pan, it like it thins out. So look at the bottom. you can see, you can oh, hear yeah. it too. Yep, you can hear yeah. it. Love it. Ooh. I wish there was smell o vision for you all because it me too. So good. So now I'm just waiting for the chicken to cook because I can't. Uh, I can't. I'm not going to add any other ingredients until it's basically cooked because we want to keep it moving on the process quickly right. sorry yeah. i got distracted no you're good my hand keeps making it hitting the the stove top <laughs> and i'm like oh all the poor audience members oh yes so, oh speaking of stove top didn't you have an interesting experience yesterday while you were oh, trying to yes. use yours <laughs> yeah this was crazy but you know invention is a key to progress in life so maybe that is right the thing and sometimes good things come out of stuff that you don't expect. So yesterday I made a ramen. You all know my ramen in my ramen recipe. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, with my ramen recipe, 
it requires that you take, you know, the day to let it simmer, the beef to stew, get all nice mm. and soft. And that's the way I like to do it. And we had been yeah. eating that the whole day. It was going along so well. Mm-hmm. It tasted delicious. It had been a while since I had made it because I didn't have a stovetop. I was using a hot plate. Yeah. So finally, um, around 6, 6.30, my husband just says to me, okay, I think I'm ready to eat, which the meal, the soup was ready of the ramen. So all I needed to do was add the noodles and cook the noodles up and then we could serve it. Maybe I would make an egg or something like that to go with it. But that's really not what was in, in store for the evening. Because right when maybe a few minutes later, I stood up to go and make the dinner that my husband was ready to eat. Uh-huh. What happened? The power went out. Uh-huh. We had this huge storm yesterday in, in Toronto. And no. our area seems like when those storms happen, our area seems to be an area that loses power regularly. Not sure Yuck. why, but it does. So we lost power and it said the projected time of it turning back on was going to be like 11 p.m. Just quickly, no. I'm adding the onions and I'm adding the onions and the snow peas to the, the yeah, mixture you're good. and then I'm going to add the eggplant. You're not going to so, wait until 11 to eat your ramen. No. And like, between you and me and everybody when when you're ready to eat and then you don't get to eat eventually that turns into hanger not just hunger not just anger it turns into hanger oh yeah and so we were getting sure. to the point like we needed to figure out something so first we tried plugging in that the the uh hot plate into a, a small generator but it the generator didn't have enough power because it's like the worst energy to like expel because it uses so much energy. It's not like a phone or a computer. Right. There's so much energy. So then my husband takes up this huge one that he has for work <laughs> that is that hasn't been plugged in for a long time. And we thought, okay, maybe this will be, maybe this will do the trick. And it died within like two minutes. Oh, so no. the, the, the simmering soup was warm, but it wasn't warm enough to like right. the Asian noodles we were putting in. So my husband, who is very inventive as well, and you probably good mm-hmm. at like coming with problem solving, he thought, let's put the noodles in a bowl. And our hot water tank in the house is full of hot water. So even though the power's not on, we don't need to use it tonight. Right. Why don't we turn on the tap at the Smart. hottest water we- and just pull, keep pouring a little bit of water into it so that it's like constantly flowing and staying hot. Did that for about 10, 15 minutes and the food <laughs> was ready and we could eat and it was, it was delicious. Oh, ramen that's by so candlelight. inventive. Ramen by candlelight is a very unique experience to say the least. Oh, no <laughs> kidding. Yeah. Oh, how funny. And the fact that you just like literally boiled it with hot water. <laughs> yeah. With our tap water. Look at you. Yeah. And and you know what ended up happening? The power came back on in an hour. So we could have waited, eh. but the hunger the hunger and the hanger was real, and we just made it work. How are you going to know? I mean, you wouldn't. It could have still been 11 p.m. Better to yeah, make the food. Exactly. And then we didn't have to go anywhere else because the food was in our bellies, and we could just stay the night through the storm and not have to worry about anything. It was good though. So yeah, if you're ever in a pinch and you need a way to make your own noodles, try using hot water in your tap and just hoping for the best because it will work. Okay, I've added all the vegetables back in. So that is the snow peas, the the onion, and then I've just added the eggplant back in. So that's basically the main substance that I'm using for it. Sometimes I add mini corn because it goes really well with, with green curry. Uh, that's a recommended 
ingredients, but you can add any vegetables you want, some carrots, some broccoli, I guess, yeah. some spinach. But these are the ones that I think personally go very well with green curry. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to add one 14 fluid ounce can of coconut milk, and then mm. I'm going to fill it up with water. So it's equal parts coconut milk okay. to water, and then let it cook off the rest make sure, to make sure the chicken's cooked all the way and you get the nice flavor. So I'll put it down to simmer mm. as I cook the rice, which I have a rice maker for. So Sounds creamy and delicious. Oh, it's so good. And then sometimes, oh, you know what ingredient I don't have that what? I need to have? What is the main ingredient of curries when you think about Asian, like Thai versions of curry? Curry or the Thai or the... Cilantro. Oh, cilantro. Yeah. And well, guess who doesn't have any cilantro? Uh... <laughs> I don't think I have any. I definitely totally forgot. My week has been very spacey when it's come to my food thinking last week. Last, it let me tell you. <laughs> last Sunday, I was going to make something. I can't remember exactly what I was gonna make. Oh, we had some brisket, some brisket from my mm. from our my family. We had made a brisket together, and I was gonna make some brisket sandwiches. I went grocery shopping that day, came home. Then my husband was like, "I want a brisket sandwich," and I was like, "Oh, perfect, let's do it." Yeah, yeah. I forgot the bread, <laughs> so I had to go back to the grocery store and buy bread. That's a pretty big and ingredient. <laughs> pretty big ingredient. And then us personally, we our brisket sandwiches with some fresh tomato, uh, some oregano, mayo, and just heat up the brisket. Mm. It's delicious. If you ever, ever never tried it, I pr really recommend it. Oh, yeah. So I get home from getting the bread, go into the, the, the refrigerator. Yeah, I ran out of mayo as well. <laughs> so I had to go back to the store for the third time that day and get some mayo. Thankfully, I did have tomato and I did have brisket, but I definitely fell short of my grocery shopping game that day. And you were dedicated I, too, because the weather was bad that day, right? It was kind of, it, it was like rainy or snowy or. Perfect. It was snowing. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> perfect, kind of like, let's just swing over to the store. It was like, it was a challenge. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah, I imagine. That was my. It, yeah, my carelessness, I guess, is a good word for it. True. Okay. Oh, oh, dear. So you said you don't have the cilantro. Do you normally just use that kind of on top, like, as you're serving it? Just sprinkle a little on there? Yeah. A garnish, I'll, kind of? Both Both of us really like it. So awesome. I will tend to – sometimes I'll mix it in. It depends on the type of curry, I guess. For me, I don't need it for the act. this actual curry. This is the combination of spices that I like. Mm -hmm. But then you add that on top, and it adds that – brightness and then it's a more of a fresh not a cooked right vegetable if you would cool. <laughs> so it adds another texture but the cilantro flavor is so good sounds fantastic i'm a little bit jealous i'm not getting to eat it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it smells so good here so thank you guys for listening don't forget to like and share let friends know that we have this awesome podcast where we cook and talk because i mean don't you just want to listen to us talk? We're so cool. <laughs> All right. Well, we will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye.